I'm Tyler. I'm Shorty. I'm Miles. I'm Kara. And we are the Inner Idiots. language, violence, and other things you probably shouldn't let your children listen to. Please enjoy. That should be the ending of every podcast. <laughs> the tears. <laughs> All right. Raise your glasses and shake your asses. We got new people in the house today, and we're going to have fun and play. He forgot the bourbon and beer, but that's all right. He may be a little queer. I knew you were going to fit that in. Hey, I, I had to do it. Man, dude, I worked at I worked in stabilizer bars my entire life. It was never called Try a stabilizer bar. Sucked one dick, labeled for life. <laughs> Welcome to Enter Idiot Podcast. I'm your host, the big, the bald, the beautiful, the brash, the bumbling, and the oftentimes bastardly MC Tyler Havlin. And man, we got a full house today. Two claps and a Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we gotta talk about the two claps and a Ric Flair later on. It's a great thing, but I, I've gotten a few things f- from it. Um, like I said, we'll talk about it later. Um, next up, he is the Lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic books. He's been, that's right, fixed in my eyebrows, bitch. He's been petting kitty and grabbing titty since December 11, 2020. Dumb. It's the same date every time, Doc. It wasn't at first. Yeah, yeah how it is. Two claps and Ric Flair for Lord Shorty Fresh in the flesh. God, look, he fit right in. You see that woo? Karen, where's your woo? I'm this not. Po- this is a podcast, honey. You need to talk. <laughs> Tell him to fuck off. Yeah, they, <laughs> they can't see your look of disgust at me. I mean, they can right now. Yeah, yeah but the, the people on Spotify need to hear it. All right, next up. They can up, feel it. <laughs> they can feel it. They can feel the disdain for Tyler. All right, next up, he's a. Duh, wow, words are hard. He's a Jedi in the streets and a Sith in the sheets. <laughs> He'll steal your heart, but not your credit score, ladies. If you got a pap, he will smear it. Two claps and Ric Flair for Dr. Miles Sean. Woo! How you do today, Doc? Doing all right. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't say again. I'm not a doctor. Like I'm a little disappointed. I. I you know, I'm getting tired of the disclaimer. I'm just gonna like audio clip it in somewhere. Tyler is not a real doctor. Unless you like want him to I'll take a look it. and then he will. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add that in. He's not a real doctor. Next up, she is the queen of mean. Don't give her directions because she's going to get lost anyway. She slings drinks. She plays shrink. She is the head of the HR department. <laughs> Two claps and Ric Flair for Kara Banks. <laughs> Woo! Golly, I get a boner every time. I'm pretty sure she's the only one in HR. (laughs) (laughs) She's the only one we need. Next up. Until we get more employees. Yeah. Bigger business. What do you think about having a partner, Kara? In HR? Yeah. She has to be a woman. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, I need to make an HR complaint right now. (laughs) What'd you you say? Nobody asked. (laughs) (laughs) 
Next up, I'm, I I tried to work on an intro for you last night. I don't need one. And That's my intro. And and I came up with a decent one, and then it slipped my mind because it was like 11 p.m., and I'm laying in bed, and there's dogs barking. So things got a little jumbled in my brain. But for now, just give it up for two claps and Ric Flair for Bad News Dan. <laughs> Woo! It's so in sync. I love it. It's like we practiced. <laughs> I mean, we, we've had, what, 104 episodes now of practice? I mean, you have. Yeah. Everybody else has had significantly less. <clears throat> it's his right. first time. Yeah. Ah, we're popping your cherry. But he fucking, his cherry, <laughs> dude, it slid to the curve of our dicks that time. It did. <laughs> Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't well, even. I, don't I think after like that, that comment, a little bit about myself is I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I mean, how long have we known each other? Uh, nine years. Has it been nine years? It has been nine years. 2013. Yeah, and we fell out of contact for a little bit, then on Facebook, yeah. and then I was doing my own Dan's Poor Insights, where I just basically got drunk on on camera and tried to talk about beer and something topical, and I would just ramble off, and who knows what I did. You never knew, and it was just me. And Hell it yeah. <laughs> it, was, and it, was hard, it was hard to come up with topics by yourself, and I'm like, I'm just going to wing it. Basically, about ten minutes into you, I'm just stuttering and staggering and blah, blah, blah. It's like drunk cooking. Oh yeah, dude. I love that. Girl. Everything is awesome when you're drunk. It I really make is. Scrap <laughs> eggs. You grab two eggs. You drink a glass of wine. <laughs> Crack the eggs. You drink a glass of wine. I feel sorry for so- sober people. <laughs> I really do. No, because we get to remember all the shit that you don't. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's fine. Why. That's fine with me because I'm like, haha, blackmail. Drunk Dan. Drunk Dan loves to take care of sober Dan and my Amazon bill. It shows it. <laughs> it shows it bad. I, I see Amos um, in the chat today. Amos, after the first segment is recorded, before we cut off the Facebook Live, I am going to sing my BLT sandwich song. So don't worry. You will hear it. Um, Dan, I remember a video you did where like somebody threw you a beer, and it was one of the greatest videos I've ever seen. Dude, that took... If you'll notice on that shirt, if you remember that video, at the beginning... Like, the shirt, if you paid attention, it started out dry, and then it got wetter and wetter, because that took all day, and I went through two cases of uh, PBR Tallboys to get that right. Jesus. Yeah, dude. It was a good day. <laughs> it was a good day. All right, so so Dan is also a bourbon. I call him an expert, because like I'm a, I'm a bourbon virgin, but what's your favorite bourbon? My favorite bourbon? Um... It is Old Forester's um, Statesman. Did you ever uh, see the movie? Thank you. Did you ever see the movie um, The Kingsman? Yeah. Did you ever see the second one? Kingsman 2? No, I have not seen the second one. So in the second one, they come to America to meet their American counterparts, and they happen to be Kentucky bourbon makers called The Statesman. And Old Forester decided to do a tie-in with it. It was supposed to be a limited run. But the bourbon ended up winning like 10 or 15 awards, and they said, shit, there's something to this. Let's just keep making this bourbon. Nice. And it's it's delicious. Uh, it's, it, you can always find it on the shelves. It's a little on higher end, about $55. But, you know, and I think the next time I'm down, I'll bring some of the glasses because when I'm done with the bottles, I'll cut them, grind them up, and make them into real nice drinking glasses. Hell but, yeah. You know, it's uh, got a little bit of a tobacco caramel taste to it, a little bit of a burn, a little nice. bit of sweetness. Nice. It's like a party in your mouth. Oh, but, I love parties in my mouth. But only Tyler's invited. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of movies, today's top five is top five 
moments in TV and film that has stuck with us through our I lives. Sh- I think Kara needs to go first just for the sheer fact that she actually has five today. I well, don't Kara- want to go first. Kara, you got to go first. We can <laughs> go around the room. That's how it's always worked. You know it. Let's hear it. Is Hereditary on your list? Yes, but I do not describe the scene into that much detail. Okay. Did you guys have your movie night? No, not yet. We got to schedule that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, my number one is The Good Dinosaur, When the Dad Dies. I haven't seen it. I have no idea. I cried like a baby. It hard. It's rough. I believe it. Kids' movies are always fucking sad, dude. And the kids' dinosaur movies are the saddest. Even Liam cried through that. Oh, poor Liam. <laughs> and then the second one is Hereditary, when a little girl is having an allergic reaction. There's a little more that goes into mm-hmm. that, but oh, I can't God, say Oh, God, bees! <laughs> <laughs> my girl, my girl. Sorry, did I just trigger something in you? No. no. Okay. It's a joke. All right. You've never <laughs> seen My Girl? Yeah, I've seen okay. it. It doesn't affect me. I don't care. Oh, okay. He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> we should mention there's a lot of spoilers in this episode if you haven't seen any of these movies. <laughs> pretty much all. At least yeah. all minor old. <laughs> and then this one is only on here because it's been in my head all week, but the first scene in Secrets of Dumbledore. I still haven't it. watched it yet. Yeah. That one's in theaters right now, right? And it's on HBO. Is it? Is it on? Oh, really? Well, if you're listening, then you might get I didn't know it was on HBO. Did you say that? No, you didn't say that. Okay. No. Gotcha. Um, And then number four is Room. Have any any of you guys watched Room? What is it? Room. Is this the one about the... Is this the really shitty, like, early 90s movie or the one with the girl and her kid? The girl and her kid. Okay. I've heard about it. That was a good movie. Panic Room? Was it? Yeah. No, it's not Panic Room. No. It's just Room. It's about a girl who is abducted abducted when she was 16 and he kept her locked in a shed in his backyard and he would like go in there every night do whatever to her and she ended up getting pregnant and when the kid was five and the scene that stuck with me is this kid doesn't know what's outside of the shed he's never been outside he's never seen sunshine i know what you're talking about now and um he had a fever, so she told the guy that he needed to go get her med- him medicine. And um, then the next day, she came up with a plan to pretend like he died from this fever, and she wrapped him up in the rug. And um, so he loaded this boy wrapped up in the rug into the back of his truck, and he drove down the road. And halfway down the road, the kid started unraveling himself, and he jumped out, and he, like, caused the scene in front of the whole neighborhood and it ended up helping both of them get free wow yeah wasn't that based on a true story yes. yeah I thought, I thought so that, that was a good movie it really was I've not seen it I just I've heard about it a lot yeah but just the fact that this boy had never even seen like birds or the sunlight or anything and he <clears throat> managed to help save his mother yeah that's, that's really stuck with me that's pretty cool <clears throat> and then this one is from when I was a kid The Goonies yeah. That man Great that movie. was chained up Sloth? scared the shit out of me when I was what? a kid. <laughs> he was a hero. Sloth. He was Sloth. a hero, Sloth. but... <laughs> Baby Ruth. <laughs> I'm proud of you today, Kara. You brought five. <laughs> and I liked them. It was a good list, Kara. Dan, you're up, my man. Alright, uh, let's see. So, number five would be, Dar- obviously, Darth Vader telling Luke, hey, I'm your dad. I mean, yeah. I was a little kid, 
And I was like a huge, huge, huge Luke Skywalker fan until that moment. And I'm like, Darth Vader's kind of dope. And to, to this to this day, Darth Vader is still, but still, you never, you never seen that little twist coming, you know. I didn't even know Darth Vader smoked. That was the longest I'm going out for a pack of cigarettes trip ever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, like Who literally. Because I remember, I remember leaving the theater, you know, and I was with my best friend at the time, and we kind of looked at each other, and. We, you know, we were like eight years old. We were like, well, 12. And we were just like shocked. Like, you know, you, you're a kid. You've never, you never seen it coming. Right. Ne- never, ever seen it coming. And to this day, I still think that was one of George Lucas's probably better plot twists. Because honestly, as a director, George Lucas kind of sucks. <laughs> the only other thing I can say that he made besides the Star Wars is what American Graffiti um, I've never seen it no he also helped with uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah Indiana Jones yeah um, fuck what else did he do God he actually did it was a, it he was did a, Jurassic Park there for a minute didn't he yeah I think no yeah no that was Spielberg oh that was Spielberg but uh, he did his first movie was THX uh, 1138 which if you ever get a chance to see is actually really good but I think he made that when he was in film college Okay. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. And like there. literally that's the name of his sound effects company. Yeah, THX. Yeah. Alright. Uh number two would be Brad Pitt finding Gwyneth Paltrow's head in seven. I still that remember was that fucked up. What's in the box, Sam? What's in the box, Sam? And I'm like, what is in the box? And it was Gwyneth Paltrow and I'm like, ooh, I didn't see that coming. And then just that angst when you could see on uh, Brad Pitt's head or his face and then he pulled out the gun. And Morgan Freeman's like, don't shoot him, don't shoot him, and he still pops him anyway, you know? Yeah. Seven, actually, that entire movie messed with me. W- wasn't there a point in that film where this guy was forced to, like, yep. have him? Yep. Oh, yeah, man, he that, had that, Blade, Then I Blade remember correct, that, yep. at that point is when I turned the movie off, because that, that's what got me. I was like, that's what yeah. got you? Yeah, I couldn't finish. So. When I was a kid, man, I worked First at, uh, time we ever said that. When I, was, when I was a kid, I worked at Blockbuster Video, so I got to take all these movies home. And I just, oh, I, fuck. Yeah, dude. It was a good one. Uh, number three would be, and I, and I know it's kind of recent, but Tony Stark dying in Infinity War. Because, I mean, that was a ten-year journey to that point, you know? And Aces. I honestly wasn't sure. I'm like, you know, they're not going to kill him. They're not gonna kill him off. There's gonna be there's gonna be some reveal at the end credits where a hand or something comes out of him or he's not gonna die, right? And I sat and I waited and I waited and I waited and they showed the end scene after the credits and I waited a little more and I'm like, Well hell. You know. But it was literally I, I, I didn't really care for Marvel after after that, now they're they're doing internals and all that, and they're okay. But up to that point that snap took 10 years i mean that was some epic storytelling and planning sure. just to lead to that and yeah. I, I thought that was done extremely well they did a very good job with it could have made it better if they just put fucking adam <laughs> warlock in there because <laughs> i mean i i know if i'd have been tony stark i wouldn't have snapped my fingers i'd have been like all right cool you win <laughs> I'm, I'm still alive i guess but half the universe is dead but, sure you know i'm kind of selfish that way Getting back to, like, Star Wars. I mean, that's why you're not a hero. Well, I know, because, like, if I was in the Star Wars universe, you know, they got the the good Jedi and the the Sith, I would be the lazy Jedi. Like, I wouldn't do anything. Like, I need a beer. And I would, like, use my Force powers just to get me a beer, maybe scratch my nuts. 
But that's about it. I mean, no, I, I really, yeah, dude, I would, I, I would be you. on the lazy side of the force. Force scratch your nuts. I, I, I would force scratch your nuts because it's not gay. I'm not touching you. I'd be like, hey, man, I got you, bud. <laughs> you just opened up a whole new realm of possibilities. Right. You know. I mean, every now and then they might tickle your butthole. Be like, hey, what's going on? Woo! Dan, stop it. Hey, man, it's not gay. We're not touching. I like it. It's not gay when you're a Jedi. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, the, 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 the other one, it was just for the special effects alone, would have been the bullet uh, bullet time scene in The Matrix. Oh, Remember yeah. when he slowed down? They did all the ca- different camera angles. Mm-hmm. Because after that movie, everybody started doing it for the most stupid reasons. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to drink this cup of coffee. Slow down. Spin around. You know, just whatever. <laughs> Let's make it 3D. But that one... Just him bending over, and you see in the bullet trails and the the spinning. And I remember, because I wasn't sure if I liked The Matrix. I seen it at the theater, but when they showed that scene with him in a Kate, was it Kate, Carrie Kate Moss or whatever her name is yeah, Trinity. Yeah, when they yeah, when they Trinity storm the building there. and everything slows down, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, this movie's a keeper. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I love that. I even like the new one. The new one caught a lot of flack, but I, I haven't like seen it. the new one. It was one okay. I think they missed the mark by waiting so long. <clears throat> I, I think part of it is is they added in some humor there, yeah. where where the other Matrix there was no humor in any of yeah. them, and they added some. That's of that. my problem with a lot of recent movies in general is they keep adding in fucking right. humor where it doesn't need to be there. Right, and I honestly the the, the other Matrix movie, the last one that killed it for me, you you, you can't have a Matrix movie without Hugo weaving, you yeah. know, miss. Hello, Mr. Anderson, or what? I can't do him, but he was yeah. he was perfect as Agent Smith. Right. You know, he was just brilliant. Yeah, he's so, very good. Somebody said he would have been a good Brainiac versus a Superman in a movie. Fuck yes, he yeah. would. Yeah, that'd been good. Fuck yeah. And then, oddly enough, since we went movie and television, uh, my number one moment would be, and you guys weren't alive for this. I'm, like I said, I'm considerably older, I guess. The Challenger exploding. Uh, space shuttle. I remember back in the day, this was, you know, when the shuttles going up were a big thing, school would stop and you'd go to the auditorium and watch yeah. it. And I remember mm-hmm. we were all, it was a turkey foot, old turkey foot, and we're all sitting there watching it and it goes up and then boom and nobody, we were all clapping, yeah, and all of a sudden somebody's like, well, no, it, it, it blew up. <laughs> that ain't, ain't supposed That's to be not that. supposed to explode. Yeah, and I, I, I remember then they turned the TV off. And they sent us home because, you know, that's the first time I think a lot of us had seen real life death sure. on TV. Look, I just, I brought, I brought down the mood in the room. No, you're no, no, it's but, not. But, you know, I mean, now it's commonplace. You just, oh, YouTube, she's just shooting here and that. But, like, that was for, like, a lot of us. That was the first time that, maybe with the exception of the, assass- the assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan. Sure. That was, like, the first time that we had witnessed it because there's no way. I mean, these people are almost in the stratosphere. There's no way none of them lived. Right. No, there's no true. way. And why they wouldn't want to after but that. what was Would cool want, no. what was cool about it, and you can look it up. I mean, I'm pretty good at telling a funny story and sometimes it might be true, sometimes it might not be. And uh but the one it was because the first time we sent a teacher into space, uh, and I forget her name, but she took a soccer ball. A soccer ball that was signed by her kid's soccer team from school. It survived the explosion. They really? found it in the like, you know, they found it. They sent it back to space. So the soccer ball did get to finally make it. To space. Oh, I wouldn't want to be on that shuttle with a soccer, yeah, that soccer ball. Like bad luck item. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost 100% sure that's how that happened, like literally. So, 
I mean, yeah, sorry, you, you guys said movies and TV. Dude, you, dude it's all right. We and, talk about everything. And I just, I remember, because I was like, first, like, I mean, 9-11 was pretty tragic, too. But well, I mean, I, that, that's what I was going to compare it to for as far as, like, you know, that was something in your generation that you saw in school. Yeah. For a lot of us, we saw 9-11 in school, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah, similar. Yeah, a lot so, of us had never seen anything like that before, and then, oh, shit, this is happening. Yeah. Because every you know back in the back in the day when I was a kid, everybody, what do you want to be? I want to be an astronaut. That's what everybody said. Nobody says that anymore. You know, they want to be this or that. They want to, they, you know, they want to be on a podcast or, uh, you know, a, a, a YouTube influencer or whatever. I vividly remember wanting to be a Pokemon master. No, or a Pokemon master. That was it. Yeah. I'm so. ten years old, mom and dad. I'm the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I choose you, Pikachu. With that, you're up, Miles. Uh. Starting at number five is any of the old fantasy movies like Dragonheart, some of the old D movies they fuck made. Yes, a lot of that just kind of shaped and like molded. Like, hey, I really like this stuff. It got me into what I'm into today. All right. I'm, Plus, I'm watching like super shitty CGI's really makes everything much better. <laughs> I also have Star Wars on here. Uh, you know, the big reveal with the dad was there too. There's also a lot of subtle things he did throughout the movies that set him up for the the next set of movies. You know, they mention in the one he uh, Luke's uncle mentions the Clone Wars with Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. So like they really did a lot of work putting stuff in there. Uh, next up is the entirety of Fight Club. I just like the idea. It was like one of the first kind of like mental thrillers I watched. You know, of course, there's fighting and, you know, all of that. But, like, the, uh, what was that, like, the m- mental side of it, I guess? Yeah, it was a very psychological movie. And then at the end, you find out he he was fighting himself <clears throat> and talking to himself. It really puts a new light on the whole movie. All I'm going <clears> to <throat> say is if I saw a dude fist fighting himself and then he tries to talk me into fighting somebody else, I'm going to laugh at him. Well, that's why you're not part of Fight Club. I know. That and I would talk about it for sure. Technically, aren't we talking about it now? Should we not be? I don't know. Are you a member? Maybe I am. I'm not supposed to talk about it. Oh. You're breaking two rules then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did put 9-11 on mine. Uh, Mine's for two reasons. One is, you know, it's traumatic looking back at it, realizing kind of what we saw at that. You know, I was in fourth grade. You know, we get a phone call. The school shuts down. We're all locked in our classroom like, what the fuck's going on? We finally get out of school. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm going to go watch me some Pokemons. Nothing but news is on. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, I didn't understand it being in fourth grade. But, like, looking back on it, I'm like, I saw a lot of people die that day. Yeah. (laughs) Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be in one of those planes, and his secretary messed it up. Yeah, like literally. No shit. Yeah, he was supposed to be. He, he missed his flight due to his secretary uh, giving him the wrong information. So he missed that flight, and uh, I think he was gonna. I think I think he said he was gonna fire her, but now I think she has like a lifetime job. I bet. Jesus. And uh, number one on my list is Shao Tucker. Yes. I knew it was coming. Oh, it's just from a writing perspective, from a story perspective, and I'm talking about the original series. You know, you have... Oh, three, baby. You have, what, like 12 episodes of building up with this family? I think it's four. I mean, well, I know. I meant, like, building up to them, like, getting into the family. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, spend yeah. the time with the family, and then a couple episodes after dealing with the aftermath. Yeah. So, so let me preface this. 
For those of you that don't know who Shao Tucker is, Full Metal Alchemist. He was It's an anime. Yeah, I know what it is, but he he basically He fused oh. his child and dog to make a monster yeah. so he could continue keep his... his career. Yeah. No. He knew he was gonna lose his license either way. Uh-huh. He knew full well what he was doing. But the ultimatum was He's either does this and him and his daughter live beyond poverty level, like below it, to where they can't eat and Nina would grow up in a shitty environment, shitty life, and so would he. Or she goes out of his her misery and his own. He knew his he knew his fate either way. Mm-hmm. He did exactly what he did. And it was just good writing because like he's so open and welcoming and such a good dad to this little girl. But then this is like the second time in the series where you see what your ambition and delving and studying will get you. They fucked it up in the beginning trying to do that shit with their mom. Then they watched it happen again. Like, this this is what happens. And that's when they actually start putting a limit on what they're willing to do, the research they're willing to obtain. It's, just, it's good writing all the way around. And, only, that, and that moment stuck when we the, see a little The only dog. reason it's excusable is for cat girls. <laughs> you want cat girls? You gotta go through a couple of these. Yep, that's absolutely right. Alright. Shorty, you're up. Okay, so fat kid still out there. <laughs> my little fat kid, my darling. And then Sorry, we're we're making sure children are safe. Um And not in the room with us when we're talking about this stuff, people. Yeah. The uh Oh yes, because he's definitely gonna go home and be like, Mom, you believe the shit dad said today? Right. <laughs> So, like, Shit, when you told me the list was things that we took away from movies, is like, I literally took this as life lessons. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. That's exactly what I took it as. And that's fine. It's always open to interpretation. Like, so, um, I guess number five is uh, from Hunter Hunter, Gone and Kilawa's relationship and friendship. They are literally willing to do anything for each other, and they trust each other implicitly. And like finding somebody you want, somebody you can trust that much is worth going for, and allowing your friends, you know, or put that level of trust on your friends. That's something that I've learned. Um, number four is uh, Doom Patrol. Even if you think you're a freak and alone, there are other freaks out there that are willing to be your friends. Unless oh, you're and Tyler. Yeah. See. And that's. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's from the comic book aspect, and the TV show did an excellent job of pushing that same theory. Here come some crow references. <laughs> yeah, that that shaped me into the human being I am today, but it's not on my list, actually. Uh, good call out, Rosemary. Um, next, uh, the, uh, the animated movie, A Silent Voice. Um, asking for forgiveness takes actual work, and forgiving yourself first and foremost. And that's fucking treacherous. Um, next up is Uncle Iroh from the uh, Avatar. Avatar: The Last Airbender, and literally the only life lesson that he taught me was be like be the person I, Uncle Iroh thinks you should be, because Uncle Iroh is the wisest man you'll ever see in any sh- form of medium. He beats Yoda and everybody else. He is the wisest creature you will ever come across. And he believes in everybody and believes there's good in anyone. Um, FMA, the Full Metal Alchemist. It's will. It's good to w- be willing to learn, 
but understand that you may learn too much and it's okay to admit when you are wrong because that is something Edward and Alphonse, the two main characters of the anime, do consistently throughout the show. There's, they're the main characters. They're never supposed to be wrong or they're never supposed to do wrong, but they continuously point out that, like, hey, our theory might be flawed and shit like that, and I thought that was a cool lesson. And finally is Hook, the Robin Williams. <laughs> Great and, movie. Yes. It was. And my favorite part of that is learning to stay young while growing up. Because the one lesson he forgot when he left Neverland was that he grew up and forgot what it was like to be a child and what learned how to have fun. Yeah. And so when he goes back to Neverland and at the end of the movie, he learns that. And I always thought that was like something really cool. And I made a determining factor in my life that I will never grow up. I will be sure. a giant child. Does well, everybody think that Shorty put way more thought into this than all of us? Well, that's why we call him the deep. <laughs> yeah, I go deeper than anyone. Yeah. He goes deeper than anyone. And maybe that is a selling point for selling Shorty. I'm just saying. Alright. Here's my top five. Top five moments in TV and film that really stuck with me through my life. Now, this list was originally like 73. And I had to whittle it down to five. 73 what? Things on this list. There was a lot. Alright. Seriously? Probably. I don't know, I'm exaggerating a little. It sounds like it's me with the villains. (laughs) So, number five is Married with Children, the entire series. Not even one specific thing. Here's the thing. Growing up, I thought I was going to have a wife that always wanted to sleep with me. I was going to be able to sell shoes and make a living. Alright? And go to the strip club all the goddamn time. Now, one of those things is true. Okay? How you can't make a living on selling shoes? You can't do it. And did, did you professional see, shoemaker could? I don't know. Did you see his house? Like it wasn't the best house, but it was a pretty nice house. And it was in Chicago. Have you seen yeah, these fucking fourteen-year-olds reselling their Nikes and shit? You can do it. You're fine. He worked at the mall. Yeah, that's fair. He worked at Gary's Shoes. Is that what it was? I think it was Gary. Why do I know that? Because you're old. It's all right. You. <laughs> yeah, he worked. He worked at Gary's Shoes. Number four on my list is this little documentary. I loved it. Um, it was about medieval times, and, and it had this guy in it. And, and what it taught me was, just listen, there was what this, this guy said one line in the movie, and I say it all the time. All right? It was a great documentary. It taught me a lot. It taught me that they sung and danced a whole bunch in medieval times. All right? Ch- chill out, shorty. And it also taught me... My favorite saying ever, and that is, duh, it's a lance. You're an idiot. What? It's not a documentary, you dumb bitch. Oh, it's a knight's tale, that's right. Fuck you, jackass. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good movie, man. I love that movie. Fantastic film. Apparently it's a documentary now. (laughs) Oh, that's how they did it. They were playing We Will Rock You in the fucking stands. Yeah, I didn't know that song was that old. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Queen was known for redoing the classics. Yeah. You know, they were big in the 70s, 1870. Yeah. <laughs> Number three is V for Vendetta when he goes on Ooh. his V rant. I mean, the whole movie is great. The whole movie is filled with lessons. But when he does the V rant, like, it, it made my butthole pucker in a good way. Like, I just watched it. Again, you go weeping. I'm a legend. Yeah, it was. Wasn't yeah, it was Hugo Weaving. You Hugo feel Weaving. like I feel and know it. Yeah. I know you're talking about good fucking play. So good. The comic book's equally as good. Oh, yeah. The comic book is good. Number two is actually my favorite movie of all time, and it's Bad Boys 2. 
I say so much shit that is in this movie. Like, do you, have you you've seen it, right, Shorty? Yes, I've seen fucking it. love it. The like, level of douchebaggery in here just went up so high. I was gonna Why? say. Look, anytime I see leather, I have to rub it because of that movie, and I just say, "Do you ever rub your leather?" Anytime <laughs> I see a fish, I have to say it. That's a nice fucking fish. Big fucking eyes, but a nice fucking fish. You're fucking stupid, dude. Martin Lawrence is. No, I Martin. love Martin Lawrence. <clears throat> He's Martin so Lawrence fucking is that funny. And number one on my list is Never Ending Story. And this is the one I thought was going to make other people's list. So, no. when, when that horse is in that fucking mud, <laughs> all right? We don't talk about this. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it because it is a sore spot in my life. When that horse is in Artemis. my... Is in that mud. Let me tell you how inconsiderate these motherfuckers are because if I wanted to take a goddamn mud bath, how the fuck am I going to do that with a dead goddamn horse in there? Get your fucking horse out. Right? That's inconsiderate. I think you're mad about the wrong thing. Well, either way, it's an inconsiderate move. Dick move. Have <sighs> you ever seen the never ending story, Kara? I think my Why would you let your horse stop? You're not missing much. I walked out of the theater, dude. I'd seen it at the theater, and when that happened, I looked at my friends, and I'm like, dude, we could have watched something else, and I left. If we could have watched porn at home. You know what we could have? I found my parents' stash like a couple of weeks earlier. It was a great summer. He, he found the stash. He didn't fight with the fuzzy boob channel like you did. <laughs> do Do any of you remember the name of the first porno you watched? No. Oh, I do. What? Intruders. <laughs> I remember the name of the first one I watched. It was Sex Spa USA. It was It was Mom and Dad Sex Tape. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. oh, no. With that, Shorty, hit the button. Tyler's mom makes a baby. Rated oh, R. God. We'll be back. <laughs> And we're back. One outfit change. I like the shirt, Miles. <coughs> Alright. And now it's it's now my net new favorite part of the show. Selling shorty. And today's contestant. You ready for today's? Yeah. Alright. Today we got Brenda. Brenda is 45 and a Capricorn. She likes cooking, sex with younger men, long drives. Traveling and folding laundry. She is checking off boxes. <laughs> Except the man part. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Her ideal date is drinks and dinner, Adam and Eve, and fuck a movie she don't want to see a movie. Okay, cool beans. All right. Why you should wait? Pick Adam and Eve the sex shop. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got kicked out of one of those. Did you really? I've, I've been kicked out of a hustler. I think. Or not, yeah, Hustler Hollywood, yeah. Well, give me a second and then tell that story. Okay. Alright. Why you should pick her is he. she is in her sexual prime, can teach you some shit, has a 20-year-old son that you can be friends with when she needs some alone time, <laughs> and she is established. She has her own shit and might be willing to be your sugar mama. Fucking dope. That is today's contestant. Kara, do you have any objections? No. Sweet. I kind of blacked out in the middle of it, though. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here's my biggest object. Here's my biggest objection. And she's 45, and her name is Brenda. Now, at one point, I remember Ghetto Granny <coughs> being 45, and her name is Brenda. So all I can think about is my grandmother hitting on you. And the last time that she dated a younger man, she had his truck blown up. 
So that's that's. We're my... about to see if fucking Brenda like <laughs> also knows things about explosives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us tell us about Brenda. Thank you for your uh, <coughs> submission today. Uh, Dan, what do you think about Brenda? Um, <laughs> I'm just wondering if I can get in on this. Uh, we might have to sell Dan next. Miles, what do you think about Brenda? What's your call? Yeah, your name. Sounds good. I mean, she <laughs> she hit a lot of important boxes. She cooks. She cleans. She's willing to sleep with me. <laughs> I need. I would need to see a picture. Okay. I mean, I know beauty is a light switch away, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would. I would definitely need to see a picture. I have never heard that, and my life is better now that I have heard. That it. shit's funny as fuck. <laughs> I have my moments. That's fucking good shit. <laughs> All right, Shorty, tell us about the time you got kicked out of a hustler. Okay, so I was fuck 19 years old i think and i was the fifth wheel i was with two of my buddies and both of their girlfriends and we're riding around cincinnati get we got something to eat up there but then they decided that we're gonna go to hustler hollywood and i didn't know what it fucking was until we get in there i'm like oh shit this is a sex shop at the time i'm also a virgin but i know how to have a good laugh so in the very back they have this big ass fucking like folding table with a bunch of dildos on display so, I grab one of the biggest ones and proceed to fuck one of my buddies with it. And I'm just holding it in front of my crotch and trying to fuck him in the butt. <laughs> He's sitting there trying to act cool in front of his girlfriend, saying no, and he swipe it away. I was like, no, Justin, come here, buddy. It's okay. Come on, bud. It's all good. He keeps swiping it away. Finally, a worker's like, sir, you need to put that away. I said, okay. So, I walk to the back, grab a bigger dildo, and proceed to try to fuck Justin with it. So I sit there and do this for about five minutes, and finally the lady's like, sir, you need to put that down. Those are not toys. I said, oh, okay. I walk up back to the table, and I was like, excuse me, ma'am. I, I have a question. She goes, what? If this is not a toy, I set it down. What is this sign? And it says, sex toys. Really big on the front of it. And she goes, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I was like, you got it. <laughs> so I walked out. 20 minutes later, here comes my buddies and their girlfriends. They're like, where have you been? Like, oh, I'm not allowed back in there. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Because, you know, the Hustler Hollywood store is, has a no strict no sexual contact policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you apparently. know, apparently, yeah, when you go in there, there's, yeah, you're not allowed to act on any of And what's funny that. about that is my buddy was trying to act call cool and shit and, like, get me to stop. His girlfriend thought it was fucking hilarious. He texted you later on, did you buy it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, I was at Walgreens last night picking up some, some Neosporin, right? sex toys. They sell sex toys at Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> they saw yeah. them at Kroger, too. Are you fucking kidding me? In, in what aisle in Kroger? Is that like by the pet food? No. Tampons. Yep. Yeah, parental planning. Right by the pregnancy Which is test. ironic. So when you have a negative pregnancy test, I'm just only assuming ladies are like, that was a close one. Fuck it, I'm going to buy this fucking make you blast fast coochie cuddler fucking 3000. I don't know whether I can believe you guys or not. Because now when I leave here, apparently I'm going to have to swing by Kroger real quick. Dude. Yeah, we just made your day even harder. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. So I don't, I don't know about Kroger. Walgreens, I know for sure because I saw that shit last CVS night. CVS sells them too. And they can't, I guess they can't put an actual picture of yeah. the sex toy on there. So it's the silhouette and it's got like a flower print on it. Yeah, that's how they are at Kroger, too. Shit's wild! Now, is it Kroger branded and CVS branded? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> Wait, I just know CVS sells cock rings. Walgreens, the yeah, dildo is longer than the huh? receipts. I got excited for that, but I like, <laughs> yeah, wrong ones. 
Uh, Miles, you, you told us about an interesting video you saw last night. Let's hear about that again. Interesting video. The cereal. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a lot, a lot longer than a few nights ago. Oh. Sitting at work and a bunch of other guys roll up and say, Hey, Miles, check this out. And I look at it and I go, <laughs> One girl eating Fruit Loops out of another girl's butt. Yeah, that's great. But how Gross. Much, how, is there any circumstance in this no. world? <laughs> just, no. No. Don't even finish your Just stick. don't even start. You <laughs> Shorty, know the answer. No. Shorty, is there any circumstance in this world that you would eat cereal out of a girl's butt? It's a or su- my butt, for that matter. Your butt? Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> you get the fuck out of here. I'd sooner like Kara stick forks in my eyes. She probably she looks like she wants to stick a fork in my eye. I'm Sometimes <laughs> a write up doesn't do you justice. No. Here, take this fork, motherfucker. <clears throat> Dan, is there any circumstance that you would ever eat cereal out of a butthole? Um, it depends on how many zeros are behind that check. I mean, there's not much I wouldn't do for fifty bucks. Fifty dollars, fifty dollars. You know. No, I feel you. I mean, I hate to say it like this, but you know, and I have nothing against gay, straight, whatever. You know, but he'd be like, hey, man, there goes Dan. He sucks dick for a living, and I drive by, but they failed to realize I drove by in a Maserati. No, 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 no. You know, that's what they didn't notice. No, 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 no. I'm here for it. Like, you, yeah. all, you all can call me gay all you want. I'm calling you poor. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, gay money spends just as good as straight money, probably even more these it days. Probably. It's better. Only, only yeah. during Pride Month. <laughs> it's because, hey, it's because the government comes out with a special rainbow cash. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's Canada. Do you see that? Canada has like fucking the loony. Rain. Yeah, the loony man. It's all fucking pretty. And again, I have nothing against anybody. I I don't care who you are. I judge people who by by their character, not what they do or who they do. Yeah. So, but yeah, throw some zeros behind it and let's have that conversation. Do you do you have a preference on cereal? You know what? I, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I like my Captain Crunch. Um, except it really still to this day cuts the roof of my mouth open. That and you gotta let it sog up some. And I like the fact. Have you seen now that you can buy like honeycomb, and it's like they call them snack packs, but the honeycombs are like that big. They're like they're like they're like fist size, and then you get like five honeycombs in the bag. And oh, okay, yeah, I've seen that. They're amazing. I just want to know who eats soggy cereal, Tyler. I'm just saying, if you really enjoy Captain Crunch and it cuts up the roof of your mouth, you let it sog up some. That's Problem disgusting. Solved. Yeah, I'm not here for soggy. Did cereal. you know his real name is Captain Horatio Crunch? What? Yeah. You're fucking with me. I am not. Google that shit. He, he's been a captain for how long? Yeah, I know. Zero promotion. I feel like if, if I had him and Captain Morgan as my pirates, dude, I would own everything. I would get you drunk and then give you delicious cereals, and then I would plunder you as you're like got a stomachache because you just had rum and cereal. Yeah, yeah. I, that doesn't sound fun, but I do it. I because I'm all about plundering and, yeah, pil- yeah. and pillaging. I'm all about cereal. I, I, I want to be arrested for plundering. <laughs> and eating ass. Pl- plundering and pillaging. I really want to get arrested and be like, what's the charge? Pillaging. Because I feel like that's not been done in a while, and I feel like I want to bring that back. No, no, no. I'm, I'm here for it. Bro. You want to go pillaging with me? Yeah, dude. I got a pirate outfit and everything. Let's do this. Let's do a Gay pirate outfit? No. Um, I mean, it can be. Yeah. Well, well, we would get away with it then. Yeah, yeah right I, now you could. The almost called you cereal, Kara. Kara, <laughs> what is your preferred cereal? Um, I don't really eat cereal that often because I can't have milk with it. Why? What about almond milk? You just lactose and, and tolerant? Yeah, and almond milk is not good. I, I'm not fucking. I'm with her on that, dude. Almond um, milk's fucking gross. Yeah, that's pretty vile. Like, do you ever just get fed up and like, I'm gonna eat this cereal today regardless? Sometimes, but then I regret it afterwards. Oh, absolutely. Put so beer it's in. like me and red sauce. 
So, so, cereal out of a butt's a no-go for you then, since you don't like... Fuck no, Tyler! What about a salad out of a butt? No! With some nice creamy dressing. Ew. (laughs) Like a nice balsamic vinaigrette. (laughs) I could listen to you say balsamic at least 50 times a day. Balsamic, balsamic, balsamic. (laughs) Sounds like he's saying balsamic. Gotta go fast. You want to do some balls on it vinaigrette? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go fast. (laughs) I like your little lawnmower sound. It brings joy to my soul. That's that's, that's why I'm sick to my stomach sound. Lawnmower. When was the last time you were outside doing yard when you started lawnmower and it said, Brip? (laughs) I don't know, but I'm going to pay extra close attention next time I cut grass. Dude, I I bought an electric lawnmower, one of those battery ones. It's life changer, dude. It's super quiet. I can get up at like six a.m. mow my yard, whatever, and uh, it's amazing, dude. I haven't bought gas in a year. It's a battery. Yeah, you yeah, charge. Yeah, I got it off of Amazon during like a Prime Day. It was like a three hundred dollar lawnmower. Got it for one hundred fifty bucks. Really? Yeah. Is it how heavy is it, dude? You can one hand it. It literally, it's it's you know all <laughs> plastic. Besides the, it's it's awesome, dude. Really? Yeah. It sounds like a game changer. It's lightweight and everything. It's awesome. And, you know, there's no oil or anything with it. I like it. Yeah. Go to Amazon, everybody. I think we're going to get a sponsorship for that. We used to be <laughs> sponsored by Amazon. What's used it? to be. The, the cereal and sex toy division? <laughs> no. They dropped our sponsorship like two months in. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't want to be offered up by us. No. So, funny story about Amazon. Real back, back in the day when Amazon was kind of in its heyday it was new and they used a lot of automated programming for stuff so whenever you would click on an item it automatically said x amount new or used new or used so one day my buddies and i were just drunk and we're you know we're experiencing amazon for the first time and he typed in dildos and literally he clicked on one and it was like the ultra vibe pleasure 2000 new and used and we were like ew it would sell a used dildo that's something I've always wanted to see, like a used dildo. Hold yeah, on. At, at no, like at a yard sale or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funnier than fuck. I guarantee. Cause you know, like people like just set out boxes that they have in their garages and like, <laughs> you know, like fucking two dollars or like name your price or something like that. You know what I mean? Like they just set the box on there and just like you're fumbling through it. You just see a dildo. Like that is something you want to take to the homeowner and be like, hey. <laughs> It's really loud in front of all the owners? Somebody's going to buy it. They're buying farts in a jar and boob sweat these days. True. True. They're going to buy a used dildo. Yeah, True story. I Dude, I know. This was about 12 years ago, and I was helping a friend who's a contractor hang drywall in one of his uh, client's basements, and he's like, man, can you help me out? He had like three guys call off. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'll help you hang drywall. And we were moving stuff around, and there was this bag, dude. It was a Marlboro bag, but it said Team Adventure on it. And it was in the way, and I moved it, and it was zipped open. If it had one dildo in it, it had, like, 14. It had, like, and then, like, literally. And it said, the, the, the fact, the funny fact was, the bag said Team Adventure. <laughs> Somebody was having a goddamn adventure. So, when we got done, when we got done, and I walked upstairs, and I looked at both of the couples, and you could just see the judgment in my eyes. You know, team adventure, and there's a bag full of dildos. I kind of wanted to take them with me. <laughs> <laughs> take it upstairs, drop it in front of them. Sorry, this is in the way of the drywall. Yeah. Uh, I'm here for it. When I worked at the airport, and this was uh, pre-9-11, I worked at Comair, and, uh, you know, you're loading bags and stuff in the smaller jets, and so you hand-to-hand load them. And the thing was, if a bag ever vibrated, smelt funny, or whatever, you immediately had to call the police 
Yeah. And you had to bring passenger off the plane and they had it up in the bag. Well, it just so happened this to be one of the co-pilots, male. Bag was vibrating. I had to call the police and everything. I had to open it up in front of us. It was a dildo. Nice. Man, it was oh, a dildo. Yeah. He did not want to open. He's like, he's like, I'll miss the flight. He goes, man, I wait and everything. He's like, and then the cops like, no, you have to open this up. This is FAA. Yeah, we it's, have it's to. that or you're going. To yeah, we the have to see what's in there. And that thing was about like that long, and it was pink, and it was just it's just fluttering away. And the cop looked at him and he said, "Have a good flight. <laughs> have a better landing." <laughs> All right, so I got one more question for you because I already know Shorty's answer and Miles' answer, and this is one of the one of my favorite segments that ever got brought up or topics is socks on or socks off, oh God, no sex. We're on this. You know what? Um, it depends. I mean, literally. Okay, so are we talking in the bed? Are we? T- I mean, because if I'm outside in like in public and stuff, I'm not gonna be like hold on a second, baby. But I mean, if I'm at home, if my socks well, see, are on... like, that's what he does not imply, which changes the answer. <laughs> but because if you're out in public, you're not going to get completely undressed because you're out in public. You're trying to be quick and discreet. Well, I, I mean, I might. I used to live at a nudist camp. That's... This is a topic. So a nudist camp, you're not wearing socks anyway. Yeah, but honestly, when I'm at home. I'm typically not wearing socks anyway. I like to go barefooted. Okay. Um, Always wearing socks. You know, like I, I'll go to bed wearing socks, but I always wake up with them not on. So in my sleep, and then at the end of the week when I change my laundry out and stuff, there's always like seven pair of socks at the bottom of my bed. But no, I I, I think uh, I think you know if I'm gonna go full money, then yeah, I mean socks, unless it's over something else. If I'm trying to be funny. Okay. <sighs> All right, Kara, you got anything for us today? You got any stories from the bar? Um, no. No? Mm-hmm. Nothing happened? Nothing exciting? No? All right. I made a friend, and then Kara had to kick her out, apparently. Kick him oh, out, apparently. Oh, yeah. He was psycho. I mean, he was in there talking about how he's killed 172 men in the military. <clears throat> this man kept track? And he was slamming his hands on the bar and, um, like, screaming for the whole bar to hear, and I ended up, like, taking his beer from him and being like, get out. I'd call bullshit on that one. Most people don't. Well, first of all, 172 men. That's a that's a lot. He said that he was a mercenary. Yeah, yeah that's bullshit. Somebody with a lazy eye tells me they're a mercenary, I'm going to laugh at him. <laughs> yeah, he tried eye. to say that the lazy eye is from looking in the scope for three days straight. And I was like, mm. get fucked, guy. I think he was slurring his words. He didn't mean to say mercenary. He meant to say masturbator. Sure. <laughs> his, his lazy eye was from all the shots. Oh, he come in there, dude. I'm having breakfast, talking to her, waiting for the comic book shop to open up, and they fucking like. He comes in, he's like, "Dude, my life's falling apart. My old lady cheated on me and left me, and all this stuff." I'm like, "Man, I feel sorry for you, bro. Like that sucks." He's like, "Yeah, but God works in mysterious ways, man. Hammers back a shot, orders another one, hammers another one." He's like, "All right, man, I gotta go talk to an attorney." <laughs> no, then, he went down to Papadino's, got shit faced, and came back. And continue to get shit faced. Yes. Jesus. Shout out Papadinos. They got the best pizza around. I love Papadinos. I had it the other day. I think that's why my gout's flaring up. I don't know. I haven't had Papadinos in years. It's so good. I've never had it. Really? Me neither. We're going to have to make a trip maybe on Thursday then. That is pretty good. If you like cheese, we got you. I love cheese. All right. It so. not love me sometimes. Yeah, right? So do you two have anything to add, Miles and Shorty? Nope. Well, I think that's all we got today. So in the meantime. In the betweens time. If you're 16 and pregnant, I'm not getting up.
out of my seat for you. You're going to stand there and think about what you did. Cue the music. We out. <laughs>